1: So, without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. We're sharing a powerful message with you that's called Rightfully Ours. God has some wonderful things available to us in life, things that belong to us as a result of the shed blood of Jesus Christ. God loves us enough to make those things ours. In fact, they're rightfully ours, not because of anything that we've done or deserved, but because of what Jesus Christ did for us making them available to both me and you. What we need to do to make the things that are available to us to actually be received and achieved by us is to learn what things ought to be done by me and you so that those things can be enjoyed by me and you, especially since God himself wants them in the lives of me and you, those things that are rightfully ours. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Rightfully Ours. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. Psalms number three, God answers our prayer, especially when we're in trouble. Now, the awesome fact that we know God hears and takes heed to and pays attention to and will respond to our prayer affords us the ability to do two things that the next two stanzas says. It affords us the ability to do two things that the next two stanzas says. The first thing is found in stanza number five. The second thing is found in stanza number six. First one is found in stanza number five. Second one is found in stanza number six. In stanza number five, thank you, Lord Jesus, for your word. Somebody say thank you for the word. And we're going four into five. He said, I cried unto the Lord with my voice and he heard me out of his holy hills. Selah. I laid me down and slept. I wait for the Lord to sustain me. He said, I laid me down to sleep. That's the first one right there. Is that the first thing is that you don't have the ability to lay down and sleep. Now, that's big, but somebody said, I know that's right. Somebody feeling me on this one. That one's big. See, some of y'all ain't never, I can tell you ain't never been through nothing. Where's God? Because you don't know nothing about about. You had stuff like, you know, your bill was a little late. It didn't, you know, you know. You ain't never, you don't know what I'm talking about here. Hallelujah. This is big. Somebody say big. Now, you might not know, but when folk don't know what they're going to do about a problem that they have, their sleep might be affected. Mm-hmm. Now, that even includes some saints, too. Because you preach something like this in the middle of a church, especially a Christian church, especially a word church. A lot of folk be like, mm-hmm, not me. Girl. That's a bad confession. Excuse me. And shut up. And deal with reality. God did not give me the spirit of fear. I know that. But that don't change that when this situation hit. Fear has this ability to show up too. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about born again, spirit filled, Bible toting, yellow pin markings, sanctified saints. Ha! On their way to heaven and glad about it. Our ability to lay down and sleep can become affected by the problems we face. Yeah, it can. I was just up praying. You ain't never prayed at that time of night. I just led to read my word. You ain't never been up at that type of night. Until this problem done slapped you upside your head. Having trouble sleeping. You can't sleep at night because you wonder why. Maybe God is. Trying to tell you something. That's what you're saying. You're asking God to tell you something. That's, that's, that's what's really going on. <laughs> Shoot. Especially when the problem is right there in our face. Our ability to lay down and sleep can become affected by the problem we face. Especially when it's right there in our face. But the psalmist testified that after he cried unto the Lord, the Lord heard him out of his holy hill. And that he was able to lay down. And get some sleep. That's without a sleeping pill. He didn't need Simon X. All he needed was to believe the promises written in God's holy text. That answered prayer was rightfully his. He believed that God heard, would hear him when he prayed. He believed God answered with him when his prayer. That's why after he prayed, he didn't wait for, he didn't wait for a confirmation and waiting to, for a, a, a text to be sent back, I heard you, and I'll be there. Uh, no. <laughs> he just prayed and went to sleep. Problem still there. Circumstances still there. stuff still going on, but he went to sleep because it was settled in his mind. Amen. God's got me. Somebody say, God's got me. God's got me. God'll, God'll me. answer me. Somebody say, God'll answer me. God'll <laughs> me. So you can go ahead and go to sleep. I remember one time I was in the middle of a situation, prayers guy. My wife and I might not remember. We was in the middle of a situation, prayers guy. He said, I was going to sleep. Shoot. And she looked at me like, you know, you, come on, wives. You know that are you crazy look? Like I thought I had a man that could handle this, you know, type of thing. What you doing going to sleep? And I looked at her and said, hey, look, excuse me, I look at it this way. God said he never sleeps nor slumbers. Both of us don't need to handle it. Only one of us need to handle it. So I'm going to sleep. Shoot. Because either you believe he can handle it or he can't. If you don't think he can, you'll still try to be there and try to handle everything. But if you really believe he can handle it, you can go about your business and get you some sleep. Does that make sense to anybody? Yes. I trusted him to the point that I could rest in that. Because that's what we rest in, is our faith and our trust in God. That's what we rest in. We rest in our faith and our trust in God. That if we really believe he said he's going to do what he said, then we can rest and get you some sleep. Look at your neighbor and say, I'm going to get me some sleep. Mm-hmm. Second was in, was in stanza number six. Standard number six says, I will not be afraid of ten thousand of ten pe- thousands of people that have set themselves against me roundabout. He said, "I will not be afraid of ten thousands of people that set themselves against me roundabout." The second thing of the two things that he was afforded the ability to do as a result of praying to God, like all of us ought to do, is that he said, "I have the ability to not be afraid of anything that comes my way." I have the ability to not be afraid of anything that comes out. Now that's big. Yeah, yeah. To not be afraid when scary things are happening or about to happen. Mm-hmm. That to, to for fear not to overtake you and cause you to start fearing too. Mm-hmm. That's big. Yeah. Solomon said that he wasn't afraid, even afraid of ten thousands of people who set themselves round about them. Mm-hmm. Ten. Now once again, we read. We just read the Bible. Yeah. You know. 10,000s of people around about me. Excuse me. Remember, this is 10,000s ten of people around about him. Mm-hmm. D- these were trained soldiers okay. who were armed trained soldiers mm-hmm. who were sent out to kill him. Yeah. Whereas anywhere he is, they can locate him. Yeah. Because... The land of Israel wasn't all that big. It wasn't all that big. I think Israel is about the size of New Jersey. New Jersey. Yes, it's about the size of New Jersey. That ain't that big. Look at your map next time. And you got 10,000s of people setting themselves against you, roundabout. if they, Where you going? And you're going to go to sleep? You might not wake up, man. But he said, I'm not afraid. Even with 10,000s of trained soldiers, armed trained soldiers, round about me, there was times that he would be in a cave and they would be in there with him. He said, I wasn't afraid. That's, shoot, that ain't no joke right there. You might say, well, why is it that he would not be afraid of 10,000s of people that set themselves against him? Well, that's because he knew that God heard him when he prayed. And because he knew God heard him when he prayed, then fear could not come upon him and stay there. Fear could not come upon him and stay there. Please hear my terminology. Could not come upon him and stay there. And stay there. It's like water on a duck's back. You know, ducks hang out in water a lot. And so water is constantly on them but it doesn't stay on them. That's because they are coated. Their feathers are coated by God in such a way as water rolls right off. It's It's like a Teflon coating. It's like the real Teflon coating, whereas you just hold it up and everything just slides off because it can't penetrate it. And see, God wants to put you in a position where you believe him to the point that, yes, fear is jumping on you. Situations around you are scary. Yes, I said that in a Christian church. Scary. Where have your knees knocking, your depends getting wet. Is anybody here? If not full. Because it can scare the living breakfast out of you. Are you listening to me up in here? But God said that I can get, put you in a position where if you believe that I'll answer your prayer yes. yep. to the point that Fear will jump on you, slide right off of you. Fear will show up, but it's got to go. Because that place is occupied by what God gives you. Does that make sense? Because he knew that God heard him when he prayed, and because he knew God heard his prayers, then fear could not come upon him and stay there. From time to time, fear might show up, but it has to go. Because he prayed and knew that answer prayer was rightfully his. He knew that this was what was going to happen. We'll go in stanza number seven. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for your word. He said, Arise, O Lord, save me. O my God, for thou hast smitten all mine enemies upon the cheekbone. Thou hast broken the teeth of the ungodly. Salvation belongeth unto the Lord. Thy blessing is upon thy people. Salvation belongeth to the word. That word salvation right there means deliverance. Deliverance belongs to the Lord. It means deliverance, hence, aid, victory, prosperity. God will deliver you. He, so He'll aid you. He'll bring victory to you. He'll bring prosperity to you. Or another way of phrasing, whatever the situation requires, God will be able to give it to you in such a way where you don't have to perspire. No matter what the situation requires, if it's financial, God will manifest prosperity to you. If it look like you're about to be defeated, he'll provide victory to you. If you need assistance, he'll bring aid and assistance your way. But what he's sitting there in heaven waiting on is for his people to pray. All of it belongs to God. God has it in his arsenal. He has it right there. It's his stuff. He got it. It's right there. But when the people of God pray, then that which belongs to God, will be given to me and you. That's called being blessed. Yeah. Okay. Somebody say, I'm a blessed person. I'm blessed. Say, I'm a blessed person showing up. up. And one of the reasons why you're so blessed is because you know that when you pray, God shows up and provides you what you need. Yes. I, went, I went to order a, 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 an award, praise God, the other day. And I got ready to put my order in. Ordered every year, praise God. Uh, you know, got ready to put my order in. The lady at the desk said, "Excuse me, I gotta wait. I gotta go check and see whether we have it in stock." and Then she went and came back and she said, "Well, uh, we don't have that one in stock right now. I can order it, and it would, you know, you'd have to pay for this and pay for that to be able to get it in to get it in. But, but we don't have it." And I'm thinking, like chick, I don't know. See, I think business. I would have a file that lets me know these people show up every year. It's I'd rather have it in stock just in case they come Amen. rather than have to order it when they come because they might turn around and not order it and go to somebody else. Right. That's me. Amen. Why? Because, see, I think like God. God always has what you need sitting there ahead of time. Remember, he know what you have need of even before you ask him. Yeah, right. Which means before you even open up your mouth, he already got it stocked. Amen. So that when you come by and say, I need it, he say, angels, deliver it because he already got it. God blesses us by giving us what belongs to him. Whatever he has, he turn around and give it to me and you. That word blessing right there, one of the things that it translates is many things, but one of the things it translates is present, present, which means when we pray, God will bless us with a present. He gives us a gift. He gives us a present. And that present not only comes from him, but it's also something that belongs to him. I don't know if that makes any sense. A lot of times you receive stuff that, let me do it this way. You probably can relate to this. Many of us have given, blessed people with clothing. Clothing that once belonged to us. Amen. But some of us have taken people out to buy clothing or gave them the ability to buy their own clothing. Praise God. See, it's wonderful to receive something that belongs to somebody else. Usually, y'all not included in this list. Usually, when people give you something, it's less than they would have for themselves. It's less than they would have for themselves. God's not like that. God gives you the stuff that he has. That's why he gave you his righteousness. He didn't make another righteousness for you. He gave you his righteousness. That's why Jesus gave you his robe of righteousness. Because that's that's even greater honor to be able to receive something great from somebody because they're going to give you their best if they give you their own. They're going to give you their best if they give you their own. Does that make sense to anybody up there? Hallelujah. God's going to give you his own. And he turned around, and that's what he did to the psalmist. Now, this is important to understand. Now, please understand. Just because he prayed, knowing he going to get an answer, did not mean that poof, here come the answer. It didn't mean that, you know, it was just like, you know, he saw, you know, an angel come down looking like, you know, uh, what's that little... Chick that be dropping gooby dust all over folk with a little wine and Tinkerbell. Bell. Don't be like flunk, coming down like Tinkerbell and stuff like. And they just start waving and everything starts sparkling and, and then you know your clothes turn from raggedy to, to sharp and, and man your hoopty turn into a brand new car and all that kind of. Thing. No, doesn't work that way. That's why it's important for us to know that although answered prayer is rightfully ours. It may not come the way, nor with the quickness that we may think it should. Amen. It may not come the way, nor with the quickness that we think it should. Amen. David went to sleep many nights in caves while he was chasing him. It's but a few chapters in the, in the uh, scriptures, but that's over a long period of time. Yes, Amen. Come listen to me now. The answer to our prayer may not come as immediately as we might have it or might like it to come. That's all right. Somebody say, that's all right. right. Because I know he's going to come through. So I can get my sleep and rest. And I can be able to not be afraid, even if it's over a period of time before it shows up to me. Turn to Micah chapter 7. I know that never goes over well. Praise God. One day that's going to go over well. Jonah, Micah, Nahum. We're going to go to, we're going to, go to, to, to Micah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Micah chapter 7. See, just because we don't receive answer to our prayers immediately doesn't mean that God didn't hear us when we pray. Yes, don't be fooled. Don't get it twisted. Just because you didn't get no instant answer doesn't mean that he didn't hear you. Micah chapter 7. He heard you. Verse 7. It says, therefore, I will look unto the Lord. I will wait for the Lord of my salvation. Oh, my goodness. My God will hear me. But what did he say? I will wait for the God of my salvation. My God will hear me. God does hear you. But sometimes you have to wait. Did I just cuss at you? Excuse me for using a four-letter word, Wait. Sometimes you have to wait for the, for the thing to manifest. Amen. See, we're to be patient after praying. He heard us. We're to be patient. Some of us say, well, maybe I didn't pray it right because it didn't show up that night. So we get to adjust in the prayer. Maybe I need to throw some more old English in it. Maybe I need to use some more. Maybe I need to put some more reverberation in my, in my, in my, in my speaking. God, I need to shake when I say it. No, he heard you the first time. What you need to do is just wait. Look at your neighbor and say, wait. wait. Amen. Say, excuse me for cussing. Tell him, say, excuse me for cussing. Amen. Wait. We got to learn to wait on the Lord. The Lord hears us. Just because the answer isn't immediate doesn't mean that he didn't hear you immediately. And that doesn't mean he didn't answer you immediately. Just because a manifestation didn't come immediate didn't mean an answer didn't come immediate. The answer comes immediate. Manifestation you might have to wait for. Turn to Daniel chapter 10. I'll show it to you. I'll show it to you. I'll show it to you. Daniel chapter 10. See, it's important to understand. Because a lot of times we get all juiced up with this stuff about God answers our prayer, which he do. But we be thinking that, you know, you know come on, chop, chop, God. Get on it. Let's go. Let's go. And we, we, you know, we, we, like, yo, you know, you're supposed to be answering. Come on, come on. He did. Just chill out. We're in Daniel chapter 10. Let's begin reading of verse 11 for time's sake. It says, and he said unto me, speaking of this angel that uh, showed up and he said unto me, oh, Daniel, a man greatly beloved under, where did he get that from? He heard it from, you know, he heard it from God. You know, God greatly loves this guy. He said, oh, And he said unto me, O Daniel, a man greatly beloved, understand the words that I speak unto thee, and stand upright, for unto thee am I now sent. And when he had spoken this word unto me, I stood trembling. Then said he unto me, Fear not, Daniel, for from the first day that thou didst set thine heart to understand, and to chasten thyself before thy God. Thy words, speaking of the prayer, thy words were heard, and I am come for thy words. From the first day, isn't that what he said? From the first day that thou didst set thine heart to understand and to chasten thyself before thy God, thy words were heard, and I am come for thy words. Well, what took you so long? Dang, how far away is it? But the prince of the kingdom of Persia withstood me. One and twenty days, so three weeks, he, he got in the way. But lo, Michael, one of the chief prince, came to help me, and I remained there with the king of Persia. Now am I come to make thee understand what shall befall thy people in that latter days. For yet the vision is for many days. Of course. He's letting them know that God sent me, dispatched me to answer your prayer day one. Day one, he sent me to. But the prince of Persia, which was representative of Satan, got in the way. Sometimes Satan is getting in the way. Sometimes, not always. Sometimes Satan is getting in the way. Everybody said that's all right. God will still get it through. Amen. You just stay patient. You just stay trusting. God's going to do what he said he's going to do. Well, that's all the way up time for today. We trust that you are blessed by what the word of God had to say hope that you're seeing in God's Word that there really are things that are rightfully ours. I hope even more that you're being inspired to do what needs to be done to receive the, all the things that God wants to make available to me and you. I hope that you're learning that according to God's Word, those things are rightfully ours. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at Erico 210 785 That's Erico 210 785 or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassi Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP, but it's always best when you can get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio and surrounding areas, come on by and check us out. Word of Faith Christian Center is located at 1928 Bassi Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon. Thursday evenings at 645, Saturday afternoons at 430, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you all at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. If you need a ride, we'll be glad to come and get you. So come on through. I guarantee that you'll be blessed when you do. And speaking of coming through... I invite all the married people in San Antonio and surrounding areas to a very beneficial fellowship that's held a word of faith just for you, especially if you're designed to draw closer to one another and have a better marriage. We invite all the married people in San Antonio and surrounding areas to come out to our Covenant Partners Fellowship on this Friday. It's a monthly marriage seminar that God has brought here to San Antonio that will help the marriages here in San Antonio. It's a monthly marriage seminar that you don't have to fly away to or pay half a pay to go to. It's free and it's right here in San Antonio just for you. It's an evening out for the married people that's done on the third Friday of every month, where the wildest wedded folk in San Antonio and surrounding areas come together in a casual atmosphere and have food and fun and fellowship and get a powerful word from God that'll help you take your marriage to another level. So come on through. You'll go from being married to happily married, I guarantee you. There's no charge, but a free will offering will be taken. It starts at 7 p.m. and it lasts until, a. Hey, it's a night out. You don't need to find a babysitter because childcare is provided at no charge. Need a ride? VIP Transportation Service is available for this too. So come on and spend one evening out of the month investing in your marriage so that it can be as good as God designed it to be and get even better than you ever thought it could be. Whether both of you come or one of you come, just come on through. You'll be so glad you did. That is with or without your boo. And by the way, your boo is the one you married to. So I look forward to seeing you this Friday at the Covenant Partners Fellowship at Word of Faith. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word to have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're gonna ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow.